I never been able to like go like really deep in water or like whenever I fly my ear hurts and shit. And so, yeah. Um like when when I went to the doctor they were like, Oh yeah, by the way, you've got this thing called eustachian tube dysfunction. And basically means like the eustachian tube connects the inner ear to the like sinuses and then your nose. Oh shit. So um Yeah. They tough. Told, me, told me then. But yeah, it's so, like tough business to be in with a fucked up ear. I know, but honestly, it kind of taught me to like let go. And I was like really it's weird, man. Silver linings are like everywhere and everything happens for a reason. Um because if it weren't I mean like I used to like ring shit dry. I used to like go back and forth with mixers for like like months on end, like 13, 14 revisions on stuff. And this time I was like, all right, we're good. Like, I trust you. I trust your ear. You do this for a living. I'm not right. gonna like try yeah. and project all my like weird stuff on it. Um, Just like, perf- like being a perfectionist? Yeah that's, yeah, that's one thing. Just cause like 800 hertz and lower and then like 4,000 hertz and higher. I just like can't really hear that well. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so that now you kind of let go because of the ear thing. Yeah. Oh shit. It just taught me, dude. It just taught me that like every when it's all said and done, like I mean, like I guess like family and friends are like what's all that's left, and so it just taught me to just it just like reframed life for me in a cool way. Yeah. And so I'm just grateful for it in the in the long run. So are you, so are you a headphone guy with the ear? Yeah, yeah of course. Oh, of course, right, dude. Right, I don't want I, dude, abso- Oh my god, no. I was I actually just, like, checking the tempo, uh, the volume. So I was like, I can't hurt his ear even more. Dude, no, this is great. <laughs> Honestly, no. I don't want to break your ears. I prefer. Hello. I prefer uh, headphones just because I'm able to hear stuff better, honestly. Yeah, you guys are used to the headphones by now. This is new for me. You big movie guy, Healy? Oh, big time, yeah. Yeah? Do people call you Healy or they call you Ethan? You can just call me Ethan or E, whatever you want to call me, man. Honestly, I just respond. E-Money? No, not that, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, whatever you want to call me, honestly. Yeah? Well, we might as well introduce you. Everybody. <laughs> This is a big episode. I don't know if you know that this is a big episode, but it's definitely a big episode. Means a lot to Everybody, me. this is Ethan. He goes by Healy. He's a musician, a rapper. Uh, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I feel like it almost used to be a little more rap, and yeah. now it's kind of come into like songs, but you also rap in them sometimes. Yeah. And Bart and I and a few of our other friends, big fans. Appreciate it. Long man. time. Thank you. Yeah. Probably wow. since like 2015. Wow, yeah. that's like as long as I've been making music, dude. Yeah. I think Galaxy was skin all the way. Yeah, back to dude. That. Oh my god. Oh, pre that though for sure. Like the first, I don't know if you actually like dropped something before you dropped Galaxy of Skin, but like anything you put out, starting with Tucson, I think. Wow. Which no, you, way before that. What was one hundred fifty dollar roll with it? I mean, that's oh, that was yeah. July twenty fifteen. Man, is I it really weird like hearing it. your music and guys? Is it like having people say happy birthday to you? <laughs> yeah, honestly, whenever, like, whenever I'm like listening to my music in public with people, it kind of feels like I'm like naked in front of them. Yeah, and so it's, it's just like, all right, you, as long as you guys like this. Like, yeah, it's like I want you guys to like it, but I also don't want to put pressure to like it. And like, if you don't, it's just an, even when people like talk to me about my podcast, it's similar feeling. Have you ever heard your music in like a restaurant or like a coffee shop? Yeah, just coffee shops before or like in Memphis there's this like really big um, it's like a vertical village type thing and I, they have like a radio station at the bottom of it and my friend Jared has like a show that, like every now and then and so sometimes I'll walk in and hear it or like see a video of people like listening to it or something. Um, I'd like to think it's something you get used to, but I definitely, I won't, I don't think I'll ever get used to it. I gotta imagine it's bizarre to, you're like, wow, that's my voice. Yeah. All the yeah. Especially listening to, listening to this now, this is like, 
my voice doesn't sound anything like this anymore. This is just, years, years, a couple years ago. This is 2017. Yeah. And yeah. did this blow up on TikTok? It did. It did, yeah, right? In a weird way. But honestly, <laughs> that's the only, I feel like that's the only way things can really blow up on TikTok. Yeah. It's like very like hinge kind of like, or fringe kind of stuff. Like someone loved, uh, what was it? It was um, Stranger Things. They loved Stranger Things and they just put this behind <laughs> the clip of... Uh, um, Caleb McLaughlin's like he, in, in the show his little sisters like calling them nerds or something like that and yeah it was honestly oddly like a really vain trend like people would like dress up like nerds but then like dip beneath the camera and like pick up their books that they dropped and come up looking gorgeous oh so, wow like, that's so sick though it was yeah. really it was Your cool I mean trend. it helped me yeah it helped me recoup some of my advance from RCA so I'll, oh, I'll yeah. take that yeah. oh yeah oh, that's enormous that, that is unbelievable yeah um but yeah, you can't really like recreate those moments. They just kind of happen. They kind of happen naturally. Yeah, you can't ask for it. No, no. In, in any way. I was actually thinking about that because, like, just just from like interviews you've done, I heard see like you're you have like a big thing with time, right? You have, like, your, yeah. One of your albums was kind of like talked about that a lot. The last one, yeah, it was just because I think I, I I think I was just like upset with how quickly it was passing, and just cause, mostly just because I think I hadn't like taken advantage of life as much as I had wanted to. I don't and, think like anyone does. Like, unless you're an athlete, you won the championship. Like, you're going to look back and be like, I could have done this. I could have done that. Yeah. But honestly, making it and, like, getting all that out of my system kind of helped me, like, put myself back into the moment and just, like, situate, like, into the process and really, like, have gratitude for that rather than just, like, worrying about things, like, just time passing and I can't stop it. Just There's nothing so. you could do. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like you're saying. Like, everybody kind of feels that way. And so, like, why... Why let it bog you down, kind of? Yeah, it de I definitely like, guess to me sometimes. Like, it's fucked up in life that, like, you can't go back. Like, yeah. And everything else in life, you can rewatch a movie, you could do this and again, you could play that again, but you can't. I don't know. It's just like, it's probably the worst part about life. But I guess it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you could go, it's, like, it's, it's all gone. It's double edged for yeah. sure. It's yeah, a double edged yeah, yeah, sword. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel it. But yeah, that there was a. I don't know why, man. I think it just like kind of struck me one day. It was the first the first demo we made was that song Nike's on. That was like the first one for that project, mm -hmm. and um, it actually just got synced in an Adam Sandler movie. Let's go! Cool wow. What movie? Uh, you are so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Oh my god, <laughs> dude, that's awesome! It's a dude. It's honestly, I saw a little clip of it, um, and. It feels like a little bit of a weird sync. I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not gonna. I'm like, I'm not gonna knock it. I'm like, hey, this is great. Yeah. Um, Do you get to go over to Adam Sandler's house for a podcast? I'm hoping I can play like some pickup ball with him because oh, like him and Timothy Chalamet yeah. like are just always just like playing ball. I just saw a highlight video of his passes on TikTok. Dude, he. I mean, he's, he's like, throwing like behind the back passes. Like John Stockton leveled. Yeah. Passes. Oh, you wow. would hate your shorts though, dude. They have to be like <laughs> touching your calves for sure. I know. We like we're kind of like two ends of the spectrum right now. <laughs> Got like the five oh, inch dude. inseam. He's like. Yeah, he's got the the thirteen inches, <laughs> yeah. the, the capris. Yeah, man. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think sometimes I don't know. Some I found, I guess, within um, the process of making music, sometimes the best stuff just kind of comes out naturally. It's almost just like if you like prime yourself to be a, a channel or just like a, a like like I guess just like a like a source for whatever higher power it is. I don't know. Um, just like inspiration, just like let it come out and put the filter down. And that was kind of what happened. Just like, Oh, you know what? It was, I was inspired by, um, TI's what you know about that. Um, 
because he goes, I'm fast as lightning, homie. Better use your Nikes, homie. And yeah, so, sick line. like, put that kind of together there and just, but then, like, yeah, the whole time piece just, like, I guess just happened that. Yeah, right? no, it's uh, it's sick. And I, I do kind of agree with the whole ideas thing. Like, even, like, when I was thinking, like, of questions for this episode, it's like, all right, I'm going to go on a fucking run. Because you're just sitting here, like, I got to think of ideas. No, it's like, you got to kind of get out of your head a little bit and let the ideas just come to you. Totally. You have to go experience something. Like, yeah, get, get, get out. out of, like, your fucking, yeah. oh, I got to think of this shit. Right head yeah but i don't do you do any writing yeah definitely i don't do any writing but i feel like that would be a real challenge for me is to sit down and just like try to extract something from myself versus like the i play a lot of golf so i'm on the course a lot and i'm rarely thinking about golf when i'm out there you know i'm just organically having thoughts i have a lot of good ideas when i'm i'm out there actually experiencing something versus versus sitting down writing I, uh, it would be an interesting challenge for me yeah what's what's your experience like with writing when did you start have you always been a writer i mean i think honestly i had a i had a really good professor in school um that helped me find my voice there's just, nothing better than a good teacher dude having a like professor. a good like <laughs> were we just sure. talking about this we were just before we, you got here we, we started were like, <laughs> sorry to cut you off but <laughs> no please we started out we're like yo he healy kind of gives like college professor vibes and then we were like yeah he does and then we we're thinking like he also kind of gives like student who becomes like tight with his college professor and the college professor like, looks after him vibes <laughs> and like you really sink all the information in. I take that as a compliment. Yeah, no, it's, it would mean it in a good way. Bro, for sure. No, yeah, I feel yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I definitely resonate with that. Um, like, you know, like, uh, you, I don't know. You seem like uh, you want to learn shit. You want to find ways to get better. But yeah, go on. Dude, I mean, yeah. A student of life is like being a student of life is the key. Like having a child like wonder and just like just like being ready to learn at any point in the day or life, whatever. But um. Yeah, this guy just, like, kind of, he's, like, I think he created some external constraints for me that almost, like, acted as a bottleneck, and just ideas just started coming out, like, and, like, I remember one time he was, like, you have to write, you have to write me, like, a short story, but it only, it can only be, like, no more than two-syllable words, like, the entire time. Interesting. Just Just getting creativity. Yeah, exactly, right, just, like. Was it just a creative writing class? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, it was like a like a literature class, but he had, like, a creative writing, like, kind of spin on it. Um, what grade was this? This was actually just in, this is like, my senior year in high school. Oh, wow. This That's a before, big year. That's it, a very big year. Before I picked up, this is like, right before I picked up guitar, too. And so it was all just, like, this perfect storm, just kind of, like, almost gathering um, right in front of me. So and you didn't play really guitar until your senior in high school? After I graduated, yeah. And... Wow, that should give uh, hope to people out there. It's like, yo, if you didn't, he, he was a very famous musician, and you didn't start playing guitar until after high school. Dude, I didn't like do anything musically until. Did you sing like, in choir? College? No, no, I didn't. What was wow. the What was the project or the song that came out um, right after this experience that you had with the teacher that really <sighs> bo- bottlenecked all this well, creativity I think, for you? Yeah, yeah. What happened was like we had he had asked one of the last things we had done in this class was like two or three poems and the third one was just about like I'm from Memphis and so it was about like growing up in Memphis and um, it was very like descriptive and like sensory oriented writing and all my friends like were in um, like bands growing up or like they all did like um, like theater they were like thespians and stuff and so I was like I, I just wanted to like I just wanted to fit in with them I think and just be able to make something to call my own and having them around me like playing music uh, just kind of pushed me over the edge in a way of just like, all right, I'm just going to do it. And so I actually just 
like played music. I just like played some simple guitar chords behind this poem and recorded oh, it upstairs cool. in uh, my friend's sister's room. And uh, that became like the first song I ever did. And then that just like, it just, it all, it felt, I, I had a really like a beautiful start to the entire process. It always felt like, um, I don't know if I purposeful. Have, yeah. There was a lot of clear purpose, like immediately, like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking something that I've written and like sharing it. Um, that seems very rudimentary, but it, it, you'd be amazed how clouded the channels get and how like, um, in your own head you can get as an artist. And, uh, oh, I'm sure dude, but yeah, that was, that kind of just started everything. And then, uh, I started like engineering for these like local rappers like in town that I'd gr like, grown up with a bit. And uh, that kind of put me on to like, a, I mean, I grew up listening to Southern rap like my entire life. Uh, but, three six. Um, yeah, oh, dude, like, I mean, three <laughs> six, Dim Franchise Boys, like Cry Mob. Um, and that was like, like a perfect time for when on. you were growing up. Yeah. So wait, so how old are you? I'm, Tw to I'm 29. 29, so you're like our age. Yeah, so three six mafia was big when we were what? You were probably what eighth grade? Maybe I guess well probably yeah. before that, but like they got really big around then. I mean, dude, they were. I mean, they, yeah, they Juicy J was putting out like crazy stuff in like nineteen ninety seven. Oh, he's like, so funny, dude. He's the fucking man. <laughs> Honestly, it's like he's a dream podcast guest as well. Inspiring how he's been able to just like extend his brand and just like associate himself with like the he was like with Taylor Gang and like Wiz Khalifa for a bit. And now he's, I mean, he did like EDM. So he just does like smart and pivots. Also, they probably make so much money getting sampled like every oh, month. Oh, for sure. It's, oh my God. Yeah, he is one of the best. Um, the plan, Wiz Khalifa. Dude, oh man. All of this wasn't in the plan. Oh, yeah. I have like. That's oh, one of my favorite songs well, as well. Um, 18 racks, I pay the dough. Oh. Spin uh, straight to your dough. Yep, yep. Let you meet that 44. Oh my gosh. So good. <laughs> yeah. Like vivid memories listening to that song. All yeah. right, so you started, that was right after high school. Yeah. You yeah, go yeah. to college and you're studying to be a physical therapist. Yeah, honestly. And you're yeah. kind of making music at the same time. Like when you got to college, were you making music right away or did you kind of like have to find your foot in? <sighs> honestly, at first, no. Like I f at first I went to school, like I remember the first day I went and I had a orientation. I wanted to be, I was in there for like film and video production. Like gotcha. I, Cause I'd been like messing up with After Effects for like for the last couple of years of high school and like making like sketch comedy stuff with my friends and same uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> um, I just had a bad advisor and it just like didn't feel good, but I'd gone through physical therapy, like a, had like a crazy injury. I played soccer growing up and just like some non-contact stuff, Oof. like ACL, meniscus, like piece that kind of stuff. And so um, that was like the next thing. And so I kind of just went all, all in on that for like the first year or two, but then eventually started to just like, I don't know, I guess like music was always happening like underneath, but it was all, it was always a, like a hobby. It was never really like me trying to make it into something. Dabbled here and there. Yeah. Plug some shit in one night, be like, let's see if I can fucking do something tonight. And then. I'm just trying to basically yeah. what I do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, literally, yeah, like yeah, it'd yeah. be like every couple months, I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, I would just like scroll on on SoundCloud and just like look for beats or I was like following Soul Action for a while too. And like all those guys are really inspiring. And so I would just like sometimes just like rip the the beats and just like write to them and stuff and record to them and just like, I don't know, just like pass it off to my friends or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think it was... Um, I don't know, like, I'd put out, like, this one project, like, maybe sophomore year, and 
immediately after it happened, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I don't know if this is what I'm, I don't, this isn't like the right, this doesn't feel right necessarily. I want to, I don't want to just do it off the cuff. I want to have like a lot more intention to it. And so I started like kind of just writing like a story almost. And I was, I wanted to be able to create like a, a world, like a really like multi-dimensional experience within. Almost within, like you could have a TV show to the same story that the album has. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really, I think it was because of the interest in like film and video that I'd been put on to you guys know rick and morty oh, yeah, of course. um the the eight point story structure that dan Harmon kind of like coined but it's like the hero's journey in a way um i just learned about that for a couple of months and i wanted to apply it and so i applied it to to music because he was like you like he was talking about how every episode of community and every episode of rick and morty is just like you always start in the zone of comfort but like you want something and you have to leave it and you go on this whole journey and there are like points within it and you end up like experience you like return to the top having changed and it's just this like i was just really moved by by that i don't know that structure and that trajectory and wanted to wanted to make something that kind of had that and like, like you wrote your own hero's journey yeah in a way yeah, I mean, yeah. so many like star wars and like spider-man probably like a lot of dude all a, the heroes yeah, yeah, yeah a yeah. lot and not and but like not even just like marvel movies or or like comic sure. based movies just like Cast really with fucking Tom Hanks. Yeah, dude. You probably. I mean, pro- I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so, so I kind of the one that's not. <laughs> dude, I. You know yeah. what? No, I bet you it is. Yeah, he got. Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like in a reverse way, but yeah, I don't know. Some yeah. Tarantino shit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I just like kind of applied that to my life and. Wow, um, I kind of want to do that. Like, uh, write a story. Like, try to find a hero's journey with in my own way. Like, write it. Wow, I like that idea. So then, what what was like your first uh, big? So I read an interview that you basically this you thought of that short story, coming of age story, and then you made it. You applied it to music. Did you? Are you saying you made like a, an EP or an album with it? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, which one was that? that was uh, Galaxy Sublux. Sublux. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were saying love that album. Thanks, man. Very good. Yeah, I think that was again like I think Galaxy of Skin. I'd like again like applied like a little bit of like intention to it but that was like okay now i know i want to do it like a lot more i i I don't want there to be any cracks in it like i want it to be like sealed and foolproof and so um just sat with it a lot longer um and i was also just like not really it was this beautiful moment of like being in the middle of both power and finesse like you know having this like drive to really make something that I would be proud of and make something meaningful, but also like not attributing a lot of like weight to it. Almost just like, it almost felt like I was creating like in, are you familiar with Dragon Ball Z? A little bit. Like I know who Goku is, yeah, but okay, I don't, okay. yeah, I'm not. <laughs> there's just yeah, like, you can, I can comprehend. There's just like place that they go to train. It's called the hyperbaric time chamber. And so basically it's like, it's like two or three times earth's like, or the planet's gravity or whatever, but it's like, they have all of the, like food and like a like time and ability to train that they can and it's like apart from the entire world like you basically like and and long story short i just had my blinders on i really wasn't thinking about how people would perceive it i was just like just like very effortlessly creating and um i've been trying to get back into that zone honestly that sounds like kind of splitting the difference in between like having something that you love that is a hobby and then turning it into a profession and how that can those lines can get really blurry and confusing if you don't like clearly 
you know, it sounds like you're finding that spot yeah. again right now. Yeah, but like totally. once you start veering in one way or the other, like if you veer too far towards hobby, it gets a little careless. Maybe you miss out on some stuff or don't like give it its due attention. Yeah. But the career side of it, it's like, man, I have to do this. Like I have to write a song. There's a deadline to put it out. Everything could possibly feel a lot less organic, I would imagine. Yeah, honestly, the balance that I'm kind of finding and or like the place that I'm kind of landing right now is just to I don't know just like to keep my head down and just like obviously put a lot of care into things but not again kind of what I was speaking about a couple of minutes ago just not wring it dry and not spend a lot of like too much time on it to where I just I just want it to feel evergreen and I found that like when I just rinse these demos or rinse these songs for like two or three years just like there's nothing left of them after. There's no magic left in them, almost. Um, and so, especially to you, because you heard them so many times. Exactly. Did you read the Rick Rubin book? Uh, yeah, I got it. He yeah. talks about like definitely like put it aside for a while or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it makes sense. That. I don't know. Just like care about it, but it's like it's like almost like parenting. You you can't fucking you want your, the best for your kid, but you can't like suffocate them because then they don't have any experiences. They go to college and they're the kid who passes out in the first night. Yeah, like you know what I mean. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> so this is not your fault. It's your parents' fault. Yeah, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. No, it's all our parents' fault for sure. So, how do you go from like, I, how how did like people around you react when you're like, okay, I don't know, if, I, I have this uh, physical therapy degree, but I think I'm going to take this music route. Um, honestly, I think, I mean, like people didn't really care that much. I mean, my mom, if, maybe if anything, at one point she was just like, yeah, but you went, like did all this. And I was like, yeah, but you know, like music's pretty lucrative right now and whatever. And so um, I think that was more so the concern that like there's less stability in the arts. For I sure. Think. But um, all my friends were like, yeah, go for oh, it. Of oh, course. my God, please. Let's, yeah. let's I mean, who would want their friend or their son or their sibling to be a fucking musician? Yeah, I, well, I mean... I can see probably a few people, but I think I mean, it's like, more just like chase what you're passionate about. For yeah. sure. Like, you got it. Yeah. You, yeah. you either have, I was thinking this the other day, you either have one life to live or you have like infinity lives to live. <laughs> yeah. So like either way, like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like if you have infinity lives, doesn't fucking matter. Are you doing. talking about like rebirth and the afterlife? If, if that's the way it goes, or if you right. have one life, yeah. you might as well try to live it to the fullest because yeah. either it's one or you got a bunch of redos. So who gives a fuck? Do you believe in reincarnation? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I feel, yeah. I feel like that's a big popular belief these days. I mean, I feel like it's shifted a little bit. It used to be like, maybe because I went to Catholic school now. That's I literally, but. I think that's because I grew up, I grew up super Catholic. And yeah, now yeah. I just like don't really agree with like organized religion in that way. Um, so I think more so just like letting, I don't know, I, it's almost like it feels like a natural thought of, I don't know, maybe it's also like a very like escapist thought in a way of just like, oh, whatever, I'll just do it next time. But <laughs> uh, You're but, born in like the middle of fucking, no! <laughs> Dude, I know. Have you guys seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yeah. Oh my God, man. Like that, like the them existing as like rocks on a canyon, like it's both like, I find that very peaceful, but also like, oh, I really wouldn't oh, want to fucking no. do that. No, yeah. I really want to. But also like, I mean, maybe, maybe there's, Nah, never mind. I'm not even going to get there. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. But yeah, so. <laughs> well, if you don't know you're a rock and you're just there and you're just kind of like, then it could be okay. Because <laughs> yeah. being a human, like, I feel like everyone, I mean, everyone, this is not a new thought. I, I feel like everyone truly does like have their fucking shit. And it's, it's like, you can't really go through life without bad things happening. No. Oh, like, no. You really can't. I mean, obviously 
people have worse things happen to them, but like everyone, you know, you're not going to leave unscathed. No, there's a duality. What about everything. DJ Khaled though? Dude, dude, when he's like 40 years old, you're selling t-shirts out of a fucking van. He really? probably got scathed a lot from before Whoa. that. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, like you didn't learn guitar until after college. This dude was selling t-shirts until he was 40. That's when he was. How, how old, old is, is he, he now, now right? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like dude, I, I would have guessed that he's <laughs> yeah. Aging like fine wine. So, uh, are you, so you're independent now? Yeah, I am. Yeah. What, what happened with that change? Uh, a bunch of different stuff, man. I think it was like... The structure of the like the payment structure, I, I kind of disagree with. Like, it's basically just like a shitty loan that you're given, um, and they take like a large majority of your royalties. Like, I'm still not making money on the stuff that I made like made with them or Sublux. Like, they took like on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like all like of my last album and then my first album, Sublux. Like, they just like they'll own one of those projects in perpetuity, but Sublux will revi- like revert back to me in So we shouldn't listen to it seven until years. No, no, please listen, years. listen to it. <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yes, please listen to it. You owe them less money. Yeah, I owe them Interesting. like- Interesting, fuck le- record labels. <laughs> Dude, it's, I, I mean like, also like I kind of like signed up for it because like, I don't know, um, you have, you always have high hopes, but there's so many- there's At this so, moment right now, yeah. what benefit would they have to you I guess what they pay for all the production of it and shit. So like, yeah. you don't have to pay studio fees. I didn't pay like they basically covered like side artists, like at, like featured artists, and then my producer agreements. They like paid and everything, um, and then they paid for music videos, which is so sick because like I'm really feeling that now being independent. Like it. Oh yeah. Like so one you get a good music video, I'd pay some. Yeah, outrageous. I, I kind of got spoiled because now like we. Were, I mean, our budgets were like the most we we like the biggest budget we had for a video was like 50k, and it like. It was Damn. this video, everything's fine. And it's one of my favorite videos ever. It's so, um, it's, it's such a video. <laughs> it's like, a, it's just a really good video. So, um, yo dude, you ever think about making like Healy's version? What do you mean? Oh, like oh Taylor I, Swift I, shit? I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm at that point yet because just because like, you don't it's, have it's, to start, it's not, it's not that volatile. It's not that volatile yet. Um, that'd be cool. But I don't know. I think about, yeah, if anything, having gone through that process and now being independent, it does just like instill some like ingenuity in you like, okay, like how, how can I pivot? How can I like, how can I make this part of my story or, or whatever? And so part of that is like expressing to people like independence and finding like, I don't know, different ways to like connect with art, like artists or fans or anything and everything, like any, anybody and everybody within the industry, like in a different way. Um, But yeah, I think all in all, something that I've found is that with more responsibility comes more passion for me. And so they just go hand in hand. And so having more like responsibility and account- accountability within independence has made me, it's made it easier to reconnect with music and reconnect. Like you're the with, boss. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the pro- you're like, your own CEO. You keep the lights for on. For sure. Big time. And I have like a, like a new management team now and they, they handle like all everything business. I've always like liked to have my finger in the business pie in a way. And now I'm like, the hands are clean. Like I'm really just like, it, I'm just all creative now. And it, it's really nice. It's honestly really, really nice um, to, but it's, it's a lot of work. It's so much work, but it's, it, 
Um, yeah, that's yeah, how I found you moments. through your management team. So how did they tell you about my show? Have you been on the podcast before? No, it's my first one. Wow, I fucking yeah. love to hear that. That's amazing. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, man. So yeah, how did they uh, reach out? Because I reached out to the one on your Instagram, the email. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to some girl named Sasha, I mm-hmm. believe. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, how did they tell you about it? I mean, just really, they just... They say you an email, be like, hey, just, yeah, she, I mean, Sasha just texted me, and she was like, hey, this guy Steve Driscoll, and I was like, I'd, I've known your name before, too. Like I said, seen your name, like, either, like, because you follow... DMs? Yeah, DMs, yeah, yeah. Or, or just, like... Do you remember when I tagged media? you? I tagged you in one clip, because the barber I had on the podcast. Dude, Evan the barber. Yeah. That's, right. That's so crazy. You respond, you're like, this is so fucking It was, weird. It was really weird. Because yeah, not in a negative way. You're just like, this no, is no. kind of surreal. In the best way. I mean, like, that was like kind of. My barber's talking about me on video. <laughs> well, what was, what was, I can't even remember how I like, how I connected with him. But I remember though, I sat down, I walked into the shop and I sat down and I had my phone out. He was like, are you pulling out a photo for me? Did the same shit. And I was like, yeah. He's like, don't. I know what you need. Yeah. So he's like, <laughs> he's like really? I do this 18 years. And literally what happened. He put me in the chair. He's like, dude, great sound effects. Yeah. That was really nice. That's what I do. Yeah. He also was like, who cut your hair? Yeah. Same shit. He's like, was it a family friend? And I was like, kind of. Yeah. He's like, this is going to take three haircuts to fix. Dude, said the same shit to me. Okay. Maybe this is his like... Well, I, I have like five friends who go there now, and it has been identical for everybody. Has like not. my brother Mike was always very careful about his hair, and uh, I don't think he did, gave him the same speech. Okay, all right. But it's uh, yeah, it's fucking very funny. But yeah. you know, it took like three haircuts. Now, like my hair is like pretty long in the back. I you know I shaved it at one point. And it yep. got all like porcupiney. Yep. You yep. buzz your hair off at one point, dude. Yeah, I had, I had my my uh, what's it called like the existential crisis moment just had yeah. that yeah it was just like again like, that was kind of right after i moved to la like it was literally a month after i moved and was like getting into music full time and it's just like a multitude of emotions and some like like rocky stuff in life happened and i was just like it's gone but then i realized i had like crazy receding hairline so i was like all right let me grow this back yeah. <laughs> and bring it down to my forehead a little bit more so, was that, so I, I think i read about it it said you said something like you just found yourself like fixating it before you left the house so much that you're just like, I gotta just fucking get rid of this. Yeah, I mean, again, like I think I a lot of people do that anyway. I mean, yeah, it's just some. I think I just had a lot of like vanity. Uh, just like I just attached myself to vanity in like a to a heavy way, and it was a quick way of just like getting out of that and just like, well, I can't really control this now. I'm just wear a hat if anything. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But it was a good lesson to learn. Um, but now, now I don't take it for granted. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm just exactly. like, if, and I'd much rather it be messy than like not there. You for know? sure. <laughs> I, like sophomore year of high school, I say, uh, yeah, I guess my uh, 10% life crisis. But uh, I remember like, <laughs> I was like, just, I was in my, I lived in a, I went to a boarding school and like, I just had some kid fucking just buzz it off. And then the, at first, I was like, okay, it looks kind of cool. I look like I'm in that movie where they fight at the bars, the soccer fans, uh, whatever the fuck that's called. And then like a week later, it's like, Euro ah, trip? fuck it. What's that movie called when the, they fight, the soccer fans fight? I don't know. I'm just picturing, Charlie I'll Hunnam? be your rock, I'll be oh, your... Shit. I don't know it. No. I should know it, but because I grew up playing... West Ham United? Oh, it's, it was like Charlie Hunnam's like first movie. and uh, Dude, I need to watch that. Oh, that's a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you should definitely watch it. What was it called? You just have been Charlie Hunnam's that's soccer. Okay. It's basically just, uh, you know, like soccer fans that go to the bars and they sing together and shit and they have like rivals. Yeah. It's basically the gangs associated with that and they just beat the shit out of each other. Green Street Hooligans. Green Street. 
Yeah. Green Street. Fucking, oh, yeah. You'll, oh, you'll whoa, like what's it. the dude? It's a... Uh, Charlie Hunnam, right? Is that his name? Elijah Wood was in it. Oh, yeah. He's like the <laughs> he's like the bitch like reporter who comes from like America. Oh, <laughs> so one time, fun story about Elijah Wood. I was in, I was in, I, in Highland Park or no, it was uh, uh, Pasadena at the Pasadena Whole Foods and... Um, I'm sorry, I'm about to put my girlfriend on blast, but she needed probiotics, and so I was like in the probiotic section, and I, you know, look down and I see like some like small feet. I'm like, oh, what is this? and then I look up, and it's Elijah Wood, and I'm wow. like, he's also shopping for probiotics. I'm like, oh, wow. so I text her, I'm like, Elijah Wood's also here shopping for probiotics. And she's it's like, okay. Big, <laughs> yeah, we all go through it. We all. We, I'm sorry if uh, sorry Charlie, if you or not Charlie, if um, sorry if you see this. I'm not trying to put you on blast, man. Um, Elijah. But oh, yeah. I, th- I thought you just ca- you thought you just called your girlfriend the wrong name. I'm like, damn. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> I thought no, you were no, a good no. guy. I, I had Charlie in my head. Yeah. Charlie Dunham. Yeah. So. Charlie Dunham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or Hunt, yeah. <laughs> we we thought you were a good guy before we had you on. <laughs> <laughs> Never yeah, meet your we're, heroes, right? No, we were yeah, we were saying like, imagine if uh, you were just a big dick, and we're like, fuck, it's like never meet your heroes. Never meet but your we, heroes. Yeah, we actually met you before. What was this? Uh, this is it a show? Rocket Mercury Lounge? In oh, yeah. yeah. We dude. paid like the 15 bucks to meet you. We're like, yeah. Why oh, before. Not? Yep. That yeah. was, dude, it was hot as fuck. That, that was a show. We, that, like, the AC had broke. I think it broke, actually. I, it actually may have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Dude, that was, we loved it. It was yeah. a, gr- that was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, we, uh, we really loved it. It was like us and one of our other good friends and like, I think three girls that we're friends with. Yeah. So three of our friends, actually, because Fran and Mickey were there. Yeah. Yeah, we brought a squad. Thank you. We were holding it down. Dude. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that was such a great time. Do you ever walk into a venue and you're just like, this is not it? Like, to play it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I played this one venue at, uh, in Philly called the Voltage Lounge. And it's like a... I love, like, uh, like dive bars and, like, grungy, like, oh, rock love venues. It. But yeah. this one was, like... It had, like, a tin roof. And it was also, like, kind of overcast that day. I was like, are we about to, like feel the true wrath of like the voltage lounge like in its entirety oh, and, oh you're thinking lightning yeah oh yeah big time wow. and it's like also philly's just it was like a tough spot to sell tickets in at a time and so um uh <laughs> the acoustics were pretty bad too it's that was that was one show where i've been like oh this doesn't feel right but more often than not it's like you don't really know until like everybody gets in there and like the like the room fills up and right. like because the acoustics change when the room fills and so what was the last um, live performance you had? Dude, it's been a minute. It's been, I think it was like a music festival in Memphis in 2019. 2019. Yeah. Damn, you got to get back out there. I am. I'm getting, yeah. yeah, I have yeah, like yeah a, of course. Tour, course. kind of like booking a tour right now for like November. Um, just like small stuff. We'll and be then, there for sure. At least the nearest location. I think I'm going to do Babies. Is that in New York? Uh-huh, in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, Baby, we'll definitely Baby's be all right. Either Baby's all right or... Oh, that place is sick. Yeah, I I've been know. there. Yeah, yeah, everybody's got to have their Babies night. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, um, either that or this place is own one at elsewhere. Like the, there are like yeah. three venues in there. Like one of those. Oh dude, we'll definitely be there. All whole gang. Squadron. Show yeah. Out. Yeah. Show out. He used to drive for Uber and you used to just play Healy oh, for wow. them. Every, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah text me, what Healy song should I show them? I'd be like, Oh, probably 150. Yeah, <laughs> I used to, I, I mean, I was listening to it at a lot at that point. Every time somebody got in the car, I would just put on reckless. Oh, and dude. it was amazing how many compliments I really? got. Some, there was one night, uh, these high school kids, they were stoned as fuck <laughs> in the, the backseat. And they were like rowdy before we, uh, before they got in the car. And then I like put on that song. And like three songs later, I think like right after Build, um, they were just like, bro, <laughs> who is this? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> and I yeah, was like, try, right. I was like, 
That's exactly the reaction I've been waiting for. Yeah, it's bro. like, this is a guy named Haley. I'm, we're like your foot soldiers. We're yeah. spreading the word. Oh, thank you. I would connect with the stoners, man. That would that makes sense, I guess. That's yeah, I mean, it was right after I got caught with weed, so... <laughs> It was a sign. I needed that, bro. It was a bad year. It was before weed was like kind what of more socially accepted. You were in college? 2015. No, right after. Oh, right after college. Yeah, it was the, right before like Finn threw this party. And Did like, they ground you? I was like <laughs> partly grounded. It was weird. It was weird. But uh, a lot's changed with weed. Like you in Brooklyn, you just walk around. It's like every store just sells weed. Yeah, the bodega down the street. Like Yeah, I was buying a gator. He's like, you want weed? I'm like, no. He's like, mushrooms? I'm like, dude, I, Whoa, what gives you the- mushrooms now? Oh, like, yeah, in, everywhere. In bodegas? For sure, yeah. Damn, I still have like a- like a what's it called? Like a back channel, like like encrypted message. <laughs> guy. That. Oh yeah, phone. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I, I even bodega shrimps, I'd probably be skeptical of, unless it you know the wrapping would have to look pretty good. Yeah, yeah, good branding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it's always a good sign. It's got to look like a Wonka bar. Let's see. I asked you that. Do you believe in reincarnation? Yeah, um, <laughs> that's on the list. <laughs> oh, so I, another. You might not even remember this, but in some interview you did, you said. Talk about this idea of recognizing what's in front of you and knowing what really matters when you're given everything. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, that, that was kind of like the basis for the, the, I guess it's been like, it's been a, like a recurring theme in a lot of my stuff. It's just like one of the themes of Sublux was like, basically, would you give up like what really matters to gain like things like fame or things like i mean Ooh. and on and what's crazy is too it's like i'm still kind of i still feel that like with my like when i lost my hearing i like came when it was like boy like life was boiled down to friends family and just like i don't know like really honest experiences and that's like what's that's what i've been writing about for like years and so weird it is a tough dilemma it's like you want this thing so bad but you've actually never you know let's say for me it's like you want fame so bad but you've never actually experienced it are you really willing to give up all these things that like you know are important for something that you don't even because how how often do you hear like a very famous person be like i like they almost like wish they weren't famous so they could walk around and oh i'm quite often yeah Yeah. all the time or even just not even that but just like to i hear i just hear it's lonely too and um everyone thinks they know you yeah, but don't really, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I We know you. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. We're friends. Honestly. Yeah. No, I'm in yeah, I'm nowhere near. But um I don't know. I know what I wanna accomplish and can't accomplish, but I'd like to keep it like I still would like to be tethered in a way. Sometimes like, it seems reality. like less than like fame itself and more just like validation of what you're doing. For yeah. sure. People appreciate what I'm doing. Like you don't wanna be you don't wanna be famous enough where you know you're getting stopped on the street, but you want to hear yourself in the coffee shop. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or like get a DM. It's like, I love your music or whatever. Yeah. yeah it's just like the, that feeling that you're on the right path, whether that it actually, it can be false validation as well if you're, you know, not in a good spot in your personal life. Yeah. Yeah. Something that I've kind of been trying to work out of is, is that, is like letting the, like letting things like success hinge on external validation and like, situating back into the the creative process and like or just back into just like doing it for the love of doing it and like regardless of obvious like obviously being recognized is great but i think having like forgotten about things like likes or like streaming numbers and stuff what it comes down to i think for me is just like connecting with people and just like being able to connect like that in a way like that's kind of like at the heart of uh 
like getting like you said like getting a dm from somebody like like i'm like like when i dropped my last project like sizza dm'd me and was like wow oh, this is so like this is she, i remember her words she's like this is like it's both like so heavy and so light at the exact same time and just like having someone like of that caliber to like express word like use words like that and just to like marvel at them i'm just like wow that is that's incredible it's and so it's like those moments of recognition are really cool but like what's at the heart of that is connection and like right. seeing yourself and someone else or like seeing the journey that someone else is going through and and their music or like and what they're creating and so like it for me i think yeah connection is what really matters oh now, yeah nowadays That's what's what song was she talking about or projects specifically was, uh tungsten yeah um, oh, just the whole album yeah yeah, yeah. wow um, even better i know i know i, <laughs> I was like I, dude I, so take me back to track four uh. <laughs> dude i lost my i was like my girlfriend and i were staying in we had like left la and we're just like staying in connecticut because uh her family kind of is like from the northeast and so we were there for the winter and it was just us in the house and i remember like i got the notification i just like went into shock and froze and just like sprinted around the house yeah. for a second and uh immediately like I, I was like i yeah uh, it was it was really cool but um her album the not the most recent one but the one before that quavo's on one of the songs uh i need you uh-huh yeah that um, album is a fucking oh that was complete uh, tra- ass travis, album. travis scott travis oh, scott yeah yeah but quavo, why you, know, you bother me yeah, why yeah, you bother yeah, yeah, yeah. Me? unreal dude the weekend yeah that was control uh, sick ass album yeah that's a nice compliment by her it wasn't like she was like oh this is sick she was like "Ooh, this made me feel some shit like articulate kind of like to come up with that sentence, like it, you got to like kind of think about it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, she. I think she. You can tell she feels music and a really, um, oh, yeah. like in her bones, and like people like her are meant to do what they're what they're doing. Um, yeah. Uh, even her dude. He, her last project was so sick too. I like while I was working in that and like when I was basically like I was kind of like, I guess what what would you say? I was kind of like a bodega of the West Coast I was working in, and I just would sesh it the entire time and just like memorize it front to back wow i wonder if a lot of people like i wouldn't have thought that you were working at a, like a bodega type place i mean like this time like i'm out to like running to your music and it's like you're at a bodega i met some <laughs> cool people doing it too the anyone recognize you um i don't i think no <laughs> i don't think, think anybody would be like oh healy wouldn't be here um if anything i recognized people like uh this this guy um who actually got to it's so full circle too. I got to work with him the last time I was in LA. This guy Nick Velez. He was he had just he's part of that band or this group Boy Life, and I've they, heard of them. they had executive produced the Family, one of the last like Brockhampton albums. Oh yeah. And so it, it came out that day, and he I was like listening to it, and he walked in the shop, and he had he had on the like the Family like hoodie already, and I was like, dude, or like mentioned it, and he was like, oh yeah, I, like helped work on the project. I was like, what the fuck? That's wow. crazy. And so we connected there and then I uh, got to have a session last time I was in LA and uh, uh, who else? This guy, Medicine, who's a really, really sick producer. Um, saw him and I like to think Machine Gun Kelly came in one day, but I don't think that's the case. Could have just been like some <laughs> tall fucking emo kid. It was, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. My, my girlfriend always rags on me. She's, I, I like to call it LA syndrome. Like for the entire time I lived there, I thought I saw people. And she'd be like, no, you didn't. I'd be like, yeah, you're probably right. I didn't see them. Like, I see Action Bronson around here a lot. Dude, like, I don't semi-frequently, doubt Semi-frequently, yeah. Man. And he's in like a fucking Dikembe Matumbo jersey just pushing his baby at the park. I'd be surprised if he wasn't like just carrying dumbbells yeah. <laughs> everywhere yeah. he walks. Literally kettlebells always on his <laughs> So you think everybody's just like, fuck, that's delicious. Yeah. Everywhere he goes. Oh, he's the fucking man, dude. Dude, he has like a camelback of olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> Try some. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> you see, uh, you see the Barbie movie yet? No, I did see Oppenheimer though. What'd you think? Yeah, I could have predicted if someone was like, "What? Which one did Haley see first? I mean, I saw Oppenheimer first as well, but uh, but I am seeing Barbie this Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I I I was getting snacks from my friend, and I missed like the first two minutes, and I felt like I had missed an eternity when I walked in. Oh, but yeah. fortunately, he was like, "I don't worry, I recorded it for you." But you know, then people were getting mad at me, and so I had to put it down. I was like, "Okay, so I'm just like shit out of luck here." Did you wow. just blast your boy for video piracy? Oh no, he didn't do it. I saw someone. I'm not gonna mention his name. I saw someone straight up flip a camera open like tripod for Dunker, and they, we made eye contact. They're like, <laughs> no. I, was like yeah, "I don't give a fuck." It's like yeah. first day of uh, Dunkirk, and I was like, "Damn, that's the first time I've ever seen someone like legit pirating a movie." You always I, see like the the guy that's like. Oh yeah, like the image of them. It's like nobody would ever do that. Yeah, who like would that. watch it either? Like, um, I've definitely ripped uh, some of your songs from YouTube for sure. I I don't blame you. Like Tucson, the stripped version. Oh oh yeah, I, that's unlisted now. No, nah, bro, you can find it. Oh yeah, yeah. So on YouTube, it's <laughs> oh. not there if you go to your channel. But if you Google it, you can find it. Oh, I need to work on that. Yeah, I, I already played this conversation. <laughs> Why out are of you my trying head. to take it down? Uh, just because I'm I'm a head ass and I, I oh dude, I love that version. <laughs> Uh, you're talking about the one that's just on the looper, right? Yeah, it's like in you're the like garage. in the garage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking sick. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I should put it back up. Um, yeah, for sure. M- mostly, I think I just didn't like looking at my bald head. And I was like, all right. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can't think of that shit. For yeah. sure. Um, I mean, like, easy for me to say that because I'm definitely going to be like, fuck, my hair. I needed to go to Evan last week. But like, like no, that song, like. It's, you can get AI inspired. to put a beanie on. Easy. That's, oh, you that's know. That's true. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The possibilities are endless with AI. <laughs> yeah. Truly. The shaved head from a distance, like from an outsider's perspective, it just seemed like, yeah, Healy's an artist. Like he's uh he's just doing his thing. He should be in Brooklyn right now. Yeah. yeah he, should, he should have a beanie. Brooklyn on. makes sense for you, I think. Dude, I I, I think like it, Brooklyn. I think a lot. it does too. I fucking love it here. What was uh what was like the impetus? Uh my girlfriend accepted the this like leadership role at this label and she had been flying back and forth basically all of last year and like gone every like two or three weeks out of every month. And so we agreed like it would we would much rather it be me that does the traveling and her family's based out here too. And my family's on the East coast as well. So it's just like, just like time. I think, uh, I don't know. I've, I get more work done in a weird way. Like when I, like, and I just wasn't, I wasn't getting much work done in LA. Like I would, it was felt very vapid. Like weather too good. You were looking for famous it was people just everywhere. Too, yeah, exactly. Palm right? trees definitely affect the work. I think, I think when we lived in San Diego, I was like, huh, I don't know if I could work today. <laughs> it's too yeah. nice. You know, yeah. let's just go play golf. Let's instead. go surf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think having the same day it every single day is just like detrimental. I had and, the same thought. Yeah. Um, something about like the, I don't know, like again, like the, uh, spontaneity of even just things like the weather out here. It's just like, I just start being able to experience seasons is such a natural reminder to change. Just oh, like, for sure. Like you, like one, like, like, I mean, even just as simple as like changing clothes or changing, it's just like you change your style. Like I didn't wear this like three months ago. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like trying it. I'm like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that like, it teaches you more about yourself and it almost is like, you're in this, like, you're, you're kind of expanding and contracting in this way. And I wasn't really doing that in LA. I just felt very static. That's the, that's probably my favorite thing about New York is you can walk down the street and you can be whoever you want to be that day. And like, nobody, you're not drawing attention to yourself. Nobody gives a shit. Like nobody cares, but it's such like a, it's a very freeing feeling. I've, I've had this thought before that like, rom, um, New York is exactly as romantic or as depressing as you want it to be. Wow. Oh, for sure. Like if you are, if you are bought in, it is the coolest place in the world, but it can also, you 
hear sirens and you see a lot of people and you see some crazy shit on the street and it can it can rattle you or get to you. And I've never lived here, but I've always had that romantic view of it because I get to when I come, I get to do fun things like this. I don't have like the mundane life that it can be from time to time. Just life in general can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Habits and continuing patterns and not actually doing much from time to time. But that's what I love about New York. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with the romantic part. It's like you can get, you know, like in the TV shows when you're like sit, standing on the side of the road and like the rain comes and or a car comes and splashes you with their thing. If that happens, you could be like, fuck, day's ruined. Or you could be like, wow, I'm literally like fucking living in a TV in a movie. show. Right yeah. 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 So, it's yeah, an, I, life, I agree with that. Life's an impressionable drug. You can you can really make it what you want to make it. Yeah. How long have you been in uh, Brooklyn? March 1st. All right, so you so, got you got some chilliness in there. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah. I was here long enough to like have to get the the North Face puffer. Yeah, I didn't have. I just didn't have a proper like winter jacket. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, how? So you would you sound like a one year lease? Yeah, one year. But Damn. I'm trying to sign a two year after this. Doubling up. Just to, I mean, like mostly just so I don't have to like raise rent twice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, true. And um, also, moving furniture out is literally to do that once a year just sucks. Dude, I moved every year in LA, and that's just like I don't want to do that again. Did you ever get like the Instagram, like the influencer, uh, like free move? <laughs> no, I never did. You definitely could have. I could have. I if you definitely just posted, could like, have. Hey, I'm moving. Anyone know movers? You definitely got free. Oh, uh, I, know, I know like several friends who, um, who, yeah, who did that. I'm like, damn, I could have done that. Definitely could have done, done it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I went the exact, I, I went the pods route this time to move across the country. And I would, I mean, that's like one of the like best and like cheapest options. But what's that? Pods. I don't even want to give them like their shine, man. They suck. <laughs> Do this like, carry, basic, like a basic container of your shit. Yeah, basically, it's like you can you can uh, either have like a it's like eight by eight or eight by sixteen like like container essentially, and they drop it off to your house, then you load it, and then they pick it up. But I was given a delivery window. This is how life works. This is a. It's actually a cool story. He's gonna break it down for us. Yeah, I'm gonna start. So I'm gonna start by saying fuck pods, and, <laughs> <laughs> but not podcasts. Not a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> it was. I was given a time frame for the pod to be delivered, and it was like eleven to one p.m. And so I wake up at like seven thirty, and I've had I've got like three missed calls and like a text or something like that at seven o'clock, and them being like hey this is gus your your pods driver i'm outside <laughs> so oh I, I wake up it's like it's 30 minutes have passed and I'm like shit so i sprint out and like bare feet in la which is like a death sentence and then like i like show up and nobody's there i'm like Fuck. pods gone my neighbor's like yeah he was here for like two seconds and then just like left oh. and i was like oh my god so had to like worked it out basically the next day i had to like rent a u-haul drive like load up all our stuff drive it out to the pods like place almost like, do their job for yes, a little bit essentially that sucks. yeah um it's just a little bit more work and loaded up there but when i showed up i had i had just like reserved the eight by eight and it was this it was we had just gotten like in a crazy turn of events a freak couch like because the company that we had ordered it from like like liquidated its assets or something and just like didn't come after us or something like that. Interesting. I know. Like, so I wasn't going to like, you know, where's the wood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I showed up and like the, the one that they offered us or like one that I got is like as big as this couch. We'd be able to fit the couch in and that was it. And so wow. had they dropped the eight by eight went off and it would have been the case. I just, we wouldn't have been able to move. Oh, it was, so every, it was a blessing in disguise. It was. Every, like, yeah, you got to pay this price for this. Exactly. Like, so like life again, like universe is just like, like winking at us, like yeah, don't Yo, worry. Pods? It'll you might 
need to get them to be a sponsor of the pot. They sound awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it yeah. sounds like, <laughs> fuck you guys. They're, they're like the ghosts of Christmas past. They're like, not so fast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you what you want, but you have to do this for me. They're connected. They've, yeah, they've like got their finger on the pulse of life. They're like, no, 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 no. This, we know it's supposed Ethan to go. Ethan is too big for the eight by eight. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled up. They knew. You do walk, you like you walk into science? their, you could walk into their office building and it's just like Morgan freedom as God. <laughs> Ethan. Like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> How'd you know my name? <laughs> You logged in. Or <laughs> oh fuck! So you do. You do seem like. I mean, I, I'm someone who like. I'll look for signs for the for the universe. If I'm say I'm like debating something or I'm wondering something, like sometimes I'll even like go to a big ass playlist I have and be like shuffle what and let the song tell me. Uh, oftentimes it doesn't give you what you want. <laughs> no, and that, like, maybe do, that's the sign. Sometimes I do take signs with the universe. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, I read the the Alchemist by uh, Paulo I started. Coelho. I got to read it talk about omens and that and um i don't know yeah it's like again i I mean it's similar again to like the 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 project title look at god it's almost just like a nice little reminder that like it's cool to let go sometimes and it's cool to like just trust the process and are you are you defining god at all in that in the context of that no not really just like the the universal yeah energy the way i don't want to like someone i i announced the project title and one of my friends who like gives me shit all the time he was just like evangelizing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's so great but uh yeah right i don't want to like i'm not trying to like oh for, god like, is <laughs> it awesome god yeah I, I definitely didn't get that idea from it but cool yeah um the way i I agree more with like a Zen Buddhist kind of approach to spirituality in life these days. And so that's the way I, I kind of take it as like we all like everybody is God, like in that way, like we all are just like reflections of each other and wouldn't be able to exist without like the frame of reference of like, I wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for you and vice versa. Like you think so? Yeah. If I'd never lived, you think your life would be different? Yeah. No, totally. why? I'm from New Jersey. You're from Tennessee. <laughs> Dude, well, first off, the Jersey-Tennessee connection is crazy. Is there? It? Yeah. It's a serious pipeline. It's, it, no, not, I don't even know if it's a pipeline or it's just like a, a weird like... To Memphis specifically? Affinity. Or? or just there's just like a like a polarity. I don't know. There's like... Maybe New Jersey people are just like NPCs. like, like no. uh, And they were just like invading places. Like, no. forget about it. <laughs> like, we're square dancing here. Dude, no, you guys have... No, you guys have charisma you guys have um, jersey has a character yeah it, it has like a theme like kansas i'm not exactly sure what the theme is of it not dissing but like jersey you can like corn maybe? picture someone from that's nebraska but oh yeah. <laughs> yeah what about idaho though potatoes oh potatoes okay. yeah yeah right. idaho i think of like a big ass field yeah. well yeah the midwest a lot of i think of like a big ass field right. memphis i think of zach randolph Really? Well, the Grizzlies. Let's go, man. I'm a big oh. Marcus Smart. I'm a Boston fan, so I love Marcus Smart. Dude, Congratulations. Thank you, man. We've got two. He's D- got the grit. Two DPOIs. Yeah. That's. Well, I mean, like, there's just there's a really cool defensive history at, at the Grizzlies. Tony Allen. Tony. Also, Marcus Boston. Saul. Austin. Also, Boston Celtics, though. Like the weird. Oh yeah. Weird kind of. Um, Hardcore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited for, like, Jaw to come back too. Um, yeah, as like a new man. Yeah. See if he can. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. I'm, I'm interested. Like, I don't know if he'll want to leave for a different market or, or what, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Aldama went to our college. Oh, South really? Aldama went to our college. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not many people would know when we said that, but you're a Grizzlies fan. I so am. Yeah. He's the, yeah, he's, he's good. I see he's friendly with Steven Adams. They're like, he's Steven Adams is in Spain right now with him. Oh, cool. Yeah. Steven Adams, also a cool ass player. Bro, Steven Adams is, I mean, like, I saw a graphic of like, 
the Wiz, like Grizzlies win percentage and just like performance before and after his entry, and it was astounding. Like, oh yeah, we were ranked like top five in like offense, like I mean defense too. I think a fit like defensive efficiency and like three other stats, and then after like some of them were as low as like twenty fifth. Yeah, he, he could make any team better, even a team that already has a big man. Throw Steve Nash, you can everyone could use him. Yeah, man. I feel like it, 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 the talent level doesn't even matter. Almost, you just like look around the locker room, you are like. I'm glad we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's fucking force. He does not give a shit. He pushed Zion around. Like he's yeah. a he's a yeah, beast. Man. I love Stephen Adams. He's from big New old, Zealand, right? Big old Kiwi. New Zealand, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did Nike's on in New Zealand, right? Yeah. Oh, shot really? The, shot the cover art. Yeah. Oh shit. Dude, I know. It's very like I was that intentional. Or were you going to be there already? No, it was intentional. So that was part of the, the budget of yeah. You're yeah. a genius. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would do too. Well, was, I mean, like my friend, like the guy that does a lot of my photography, he shot the like. Basically, all my cover art for every every uh, album, uh, Henry Head. He was in his his partner, his wife. Now she is from Australia, but she li- her family lives in New Zealand, and so they were there. And I he posted some photos like of these just like magniloquent locations, just beautiful, like using some really unique film stock too, and like some Lomachrome purple, like four hundred. It just like tinted everything really. It just worked really beautifully with the landscape, and so I was like. We got to shoot stuff there. Wow! And so I had like a like a, a spiritual week there. It was crazy. How long did you stay? Just one week? Yeah, just a week. But we traveled down. We traveled. Um, I can't remember which direction we traveled, but I flew into. I think I flew out of. I flew out of Christchurch, and so I'm not familiar with the New Zealand like geography. I'm not familiar with much geography in general. But we basically traveled along the coast and stopped like at three or four different places, and just like the the natural environment of just like there are these like there's just one beach that has just like these giant ass boulder rocks um that just are like you been there no no um we were in milford sound in auckland nice, nice. that's where he was or no no that's oh, where I'm that's where to, i was yeah i'm gonna try and see yeah, where yeah. exactly we were i but, mean speaking of look at god that place is unbelievable dude i mean uh okay it was the Meraki boulder fields i think was that was what that one was called um but the last place that we were, oh man, I can't even remember it, but it was the name of it. But um, that's where we shot the Nikes on cover. That was the last day. And um, just at the end of it, I just like broke down. I was just like, I can't believe that I'm here being able to experience this. It literally felt like someone just showed up, like aliens showed up. I'm just like, mm, this is what we think this should look like. And we're <laughs> just going to like change the landscape of everything. And, and it probably was that now knowing that they're real. But, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And they're in the ocean. Yeah, they're in the ocean. That's what people are saying. Yeah, oh, the ships are popping out of the ocean. Oh damn! Or Tom DeLonge thinks that they're not from different places. They're uh, they're just from different part on the timeline. You know, how time's all parallel. Yeah. He's yeah. like he's there, basically very advanced in the future, and they just change their voltage to appear here. Tom which, DeLonge's tapped in. Yeah, which that kind of sounds almost more realistic than coming from you know through outer space and sure. into our thing. Like, yeah, that feels a little weirder, but. I'd agree with that. I would say, yeah, aliens are, if they're real, are more likely time travelers than they are from Mars or Uranus. Yeah. Honestly, life is just kind of crazy. I don't, I mean, like, they can just be who they want to be. I'm just, it feels weird that they're just telling us this shit and, like, no one cares. So it doesn't feel real to me yet. Yeah. I haven't accepted it. I was like, oh, yeah, they're here. I saw, I saw a tweet. It's like, it's the biggest picks or it didn't happen. You can, you can go under oath, but you, you, you got to show us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck oath. Raphael Palmero. <laughs> yeah. Raphael Palmero. Yeah. I didn't take steroids, and then he never went to Period. jail. Period. Yeah. And we know he did. 
He took Viagra too. Did he? Who? Rafael Palmero. Oh, I'm not familiar. Baseball player. Oh, Texas I'm, Rangers. I'm very, yeah. very recently getting into baseball. But Interesting. I'm, but I'm really getting into it. Interesting. It's fun. Who oh, because Tennessee doesn't have a team. No, the closest thing we have is like the the Redbirds, which is like the farm team for the Cardinals. Oh yeah. Okay. So like Stubby Clapp, I think is like the third base coach now for the Cardinals, and he was like a big player for the Redbirds. He don't like. Every game, he'd be the last person to come out, and he'd do, like, a round-off backflip. You say his name is Stubby Clap? Stubby Clap, yeah, with two Ps. Oh, is that the team that's, like, fake, like, Globetrotters of Baseball that you're talking no, about? No, 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 no. that's the Savannah Bananas. Oh, okay, 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 okay. You don't know about them. I, I don't This is the first I've heard it's of It's like Savannah Bananas. They dance and shit. Okay. Savannah Bananas have a rule where if a the fan catches a foul ball, it's an out. Oh, okay, I just recently Interesting. did. Interesting. Incredible I, rule. I saw. For a minor league, I don't even know if it's con- Considered minor league or like, you know, I think it's like independent semi pro yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball, but unbelievable. Interesting. That was very interesting. Yeah. I did see a, a, a replay of Savannah Bananas just recently. So I'm, I'm yeah, they're big on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my TikTok's like fucking crypto and conspiracy theories. Not great. <laughs> you gotta reset that. <laughs> Not great. Yeah. <laughs> gotta get new. I'm skipping through them. They're like, nah, you should take a look at Are this. Are you sure you don't want to see this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got like ads. Put me on golf with Healy. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I mean, it's like golf, baseball, and uh, dude. Oddly enough, I've been hearing a lot of like, t- or just like a lot of um, melodies, just like in TikTok video. Like, hold on, oh, I gotta find this one, man. I, you will, you really appreciate this, because especially on the scissor tip, um, and I saved it. It would be uh, cool if you could like share your for you feed, so you, I could just like download yours. And well, I don't want to download yours. Yours sounds terrible. Dude, you can make a lot of you can twenty x on your coins. But like, E could share his, and we could we could listen or just see what he sees. Dude, listen to the listen to the tone in this guy's voice. He goes. Maybe even uh. So you're gonna sample this shit? Maybe even uh. Maybe even uh. So that's just a random video. Just I'll just like have it playing. And you and liked like, it? Yeah. Wow. I, like saved it. I was like, oh my god. You're like Fred again. You know who that is? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. man. I feel like he'd, he'll like take little videos and sample them, and make up songs out of it. Dude, I I wanna. I don't know if Ooh, I'll make. That'd be cool. I I don't know if I wanna make like songs out of them, but I don't know. Maybe just for like for the app. I hear it. There's like tone everywhere, man. Especially on this app. Wow. Um, so you like, all right. So what would be your process to that? You just rip it from there. You throw it into like, what do you have like a MIDI and you fucking can put it as one of the keys? With that, or? I'd probably, I'd probably like put some like, anti- like some auto tune on it and just like, cause I think, yeah, it's, I think it's like F major, key, like a key. And I do remember it, like what I would want to do with that was put it over, um, this one SZA song, uh, notice me is the same key that you stay on my mind, can't regret no times. That one, maybe even now. Wow. Yeah, and I'd want to like put it, because it's such a scissor run. Um, oh, so wow. I'd probably like, I'd probably match it up and just like, if anything, make a video and be like, like put them over one another. But if I wanted to do something else with it, I would like, yeah, put some auto tune and then like, um, I don't know. You can like, you, what you can do if there is just like a one note that you like, you can like chop it. Like yes. put it on a sampler and then just like run it on like MIDI data and you can just make like a, a an instrument with it. Oh wow! Yeah. So you've got way more into like producing your shit, right? Yeah, yeah. That um, that's got to be sick. It's nice because it just offers you more con- like offers me more control. Like I'm able to like I if I know like this project that I'm putting out is like one of the first times that I've I've like 
started ideas, like know where they can go, but recognize like I kind of have a ceiling and reach out to people that I need to, that I know can, can help and collaborate on with it. And, but it is nice to be able to like kind of be the vanguard of the song and like vanguard of the idea. Oh yeah. Um, how many tracks are on the new project? It's just five. Just okay. It's, it's just short. And are, is that anything that's already been released included on there? Yeah, the last like two D. So, so we're getting words. three new songs. Three new. In yeah. August eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. Sheesh. That's yeah, exciting. Man. Uh, yeah, some really cool stuff. I just like finally just wanted to just like let go and and like again like not try too hard and just let things come out naturally. Like it used to be, I'd go into sessions and just like we have to make this kind of song today. This is like, or in my, not even like expressing that to the people I'm working with, just like in my head, like I, like this has to be the best song ever. Like this, like the stakes are so high and it's like, it definitely doesn't have that to That just wrecks the, it just wrecks everything. It's like, it should be fun and it should like, like one of my favorite sessions for the project was a random day. Like I was working with my friend, Zach, Zach Ezzy and you guys know Cautious Clay. Oh yeah. He was in, yeah, new he, song. he was, yeah, yeah. He was in town and they both had sessions that day and I was just like kind of shooting the shit, like running errands, like going to like the like grocery and, and like the, I don't know, like picking up clothes from somewhere. And we showed up, like we all showed up and it was super casual. Like they were tired and like, I was just like kind of, you know, I was like, Oh yeah, what I like, wanted to respect the fact that they'd been working all day. And we just like slow, I, I had recorded this like random, like kind of like rhythmic beat on my like car armrest that day and I was like you guys just want to hear this it's like syncopated and weird but um like the time signature is kind of funny but I feel like you guys would be because they're jazz heads and I was like you guys would probably be able to play that like play around with this and so put it in and just started like kind of jamming to it and it turned up like within like an hour both Josh and Zach were like dual wielding uh, flute and trumpet and like playing them together wow. like on the mic like this and we were creating a sample and we like sampled it and turned it into this like dance song and, and that'll so, get energy up right it's like, so, what's that like once you get in that process you said they were tired and now it's like yeah I, I mean like we yeah just eased into it like we like got tacos which but the session started at seven we didn't start working until like nine or nine thirty I feel like a lot of my favorite artists like their best runs like Chance the Rapper for instance he was just throwing out a bunch of fucking random songs and like it didn't like you were saying, like, it doesn't need to be the best song ever. It's just, you... Like, I'm sure, dude, like, your fans, I'm like, just as being one, if you just put out, like, a, a very, even a raw thing, we'd fucking, like, we just eat it up. Yeah, I think that's, again, like, it, it boils down to connection. Just, like, making things that you know, like, making things that are true and honest to you and not caring about pleasing, like, the entire world because that's just, like, not feasible and yeah. not, you're not, no one's capable of that. And so just, like honing in on what's what feels what feels cat like what just what feels honest to you and because fans are like something that i've realized is that fans are just like a division of you and it's almost like you're holding up a mirror to like yourself in a way like you like we probably have more common denominators than we realize yeah and new jersey memphis pipeline dude. yeah man, exactly <laughs> me and you especially <laughs> <laughs> yeah man so yeah just like being your true authentic self is like, uh, yeah. is the, the, I think your fans the, get really excited about your, sh your shit coming out or at least we do. We're texting. If, if you tweet something like new music coming, he'll send it to me. Like, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, I I don't know if this helps you, but like, yeah, if you, if you know, you don't need to make it perfect. Like they're like, we will like the most raw shit. We yeah. were also like, talking earlier about how like even your favorite artists in the world, when they put out an album, there's probably going to be 
three songs on there where you're just like skip. Yeah, like I'm not always listening the to skips, that. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like no matter who it ever. is, like even Truly. like uh, Good Kid, Mad City. I don't listen to every single song. Like yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for like sure. I have listened to every single song at, at times. Different ones are my favorite, but like. You know, there's probably some that I'm like, if I listen to right now, I'd be like, eh, next it's for like now. It's like a context-dependent thing, maybe, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. Do, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah, they're, they're, I think, yeah, they're always, you're right. They're I'm going to have your, your high school English teacher call you and be like, I need you to put out 12 songs by October. <laughs> by October 2nd, Steve's like, birthday. Yeah, <laughs> How do you know Steve? Set he called me. <laughs> October 2nd is your birthday? That's my birthday, yeah. What's your birthday? May 13th. Oh, my, that's my half birthday plus 11 days. Shit. You got some good math going on. Yeah, freak math. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. What about you? October 16th. Wow, you guys October, boys. Yeah, Yeah, 14 days. Spoopy. (laughs) We're Libra'd up. Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. So what do you, what's the rest of your day like? Uh, Today, it was a lot of cleaning the first half of the day. Did you put on the Amic cleaning song? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I didn't. I didn't know. Um, I like that song. I, that's a deep cut. You're just you're like, oh, oh dude, we, wow. I mean, no, you're we wowing know. me right now, man. <laughs> um, again, that was also that wasn't that teacher, but that was the year before. He was a, a fucking Shakespeare head, and he was just like, taught me about iambic pentameter. And honestly, it's so prevalent in pop music today. Oh, I'm sure it, it is. is. Yeah, it's just like I mean, iams like those two syllables. It's just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. it's yeah. That's a big part of my music too. You, you definitely look, have a song where you're literally like, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, uh. What song is that? It's probably not like every one of the like I mean like one on every project. Nike's on is like blue thoughts, double knots, don't trip, mm-hmm. slow pitch, mm-hmm. love even like yeah. Mama some, said uh uh-uh. uh. It's like with weed under your. It's like your mom found the matches. Uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, yeah. I got you, bro. Yeah, bro. That was man. Yeah, that was a weird moment too. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's the, yeah. He got uh, caught smoking weed. Almost leave That song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got caught smoking weed, yep. and then he was in his room listening to my podcast. Yeah, right. Again, the common, the common denominators, man. And then I found your podcast on TikTok. Um, the rest of my day, I've got a. I'm like putting out some new merch, and so big, nice. I had a call with my merch team yesterday, and I just got to send them all like the. I have to get like all the fonts. Like I've been using like, like free versions of fonts to design everything, and so I've got to get like buy buy the actual font yeah how's that oh, work yeah. is it do you like put something together then like give it to like a design artist to sharpen it up or is it just truly no, just whatever you want yeah just photoshop straight. and then put it on a yeah yeah that's yeah what yeah. I do too. essentially here i mean i got like a couple of them i can show you um what do you do custom ink no it's this place called second city prints from chicago um and the first they basically city. do like a whole like store for you and everything um, and the more, it's like a little bit better wholesale than true custom ink, but I was doing custom ink for like, th- uh, the first part of my first part of my career. And it just got to be like a little, like a little slow and like kind of expensive too. Yeah, definitely. There's a premium. Um, there's one of them right there. Oh, sick. Look at God. Oh, I wasn't going to show the cameras. I was going to oh, let this be. <laughs> Wow, that's dope. Uh, yeah, it, says, zoom in. it says stop fighting life and start surrendering to it on the top and bottom. And then I you, agree with that. You can there's you can scroll, right? There's one more. Oh, six. Wait. Oh, wow. God is like so just a bunch of like cool, uh, um, like funny company slogans like um, American Express. I've never heard the American Express one. Like don't leave home without him kind of thing. <laughs> God uh, is like at t Reach out and touch him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a like an ironic god shirt in a way. Um, it's like cheeky, like tongue in cheek. 
Um, but if you want to look at it, it's again, like it's kind of impressionable. If you want to look at it very seriously, you can so like and take it super seriously. But when I kind of when I look at it, I'm like, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, He's the real thing. Yeah. Real man. Yeah. Um, so just got to send. I got to put some stuff together for them. I got to go to the grocery and pick up some food for later. I'm making this like. He cooks too. Peach and burrata salad. Like Damn. A summer salad. I yeah. saw that somewhere recently. That's a good call. It's a refreshing thing. A little mint, a little basil. Wow. So you cook. Yeah. I'm trying to get into it. Yeah. I just fucking throw a steak on the fucking skillet and uh, maybe eat a sweet potato. <laughs> that, dude, I mean, <laughs> steak, steak, but the meat and potatoes, man. Yeah. Irish. I'm an Irish guy, so. That, yeah. Are you Irish? I am. But yeah. my family were soup eaters, and so they got their heritage taken from them. Oh, damn. The what o, does that mean? The O in front of your name. Like, during the potato family. Oh, I was O'Driscoll. Yeah, same. O'Healy? Not, I was an O'Driscoll, but O'Healy. Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Brothers! <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Unreal. So should we wrap it up? Let you get to your business? Sure, man. By all means. I always uh, start with a song and end with a song. Sorry to not go with your newer ones, but uh, oh, no, yeah, I feel good. like this one's just a great ending song. You have any advice for uh, the people out there? Any messages for the people? Um, yeah, be yourself and trust the process. Trust the process. Unreal. Thanks for coming, man. It means a lot to me, dude. It meant a lot to me too. Great guest. This is big. Thanks for Bart for coming. Hey, thank you. Second time Bart's been on the show. For real. And fun story. All the vocals and like guitars and stuff. Are recorded with this. I brought this just in case we wanted to talk about it. This is like really binaural bi- mic. You just hold out on the couch and could make a song. It's like it records like a three. It records the space in like three D audio. Oh, so that's like incredible. I, in the article you're talking about, so it hears like the ear hears it. Yep, yeah. Oh, so listening because it, even the, the vocals freak, yeah. are on that. The first half, yeah. Interesting, dude. I remember when this song came out. We were in San Diego and we. I was working East Coast hours, so I was up at like five a.m. By the time you got up, it was like nine a.m. And I just hey, had hey, to like repeat on. the whole entire time. I'm an time. early riser. Come on. Well, it was probably four hours back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just had, dude, I was just working this song on. It was wow. my number one on Spotify that year. Damn, man. Yeah, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, this this was like when we went to Joshua Tree. Um, this was like the second one that we made and just like happened really naturally. Um, it's a fucking jam. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate um, you coming on, man. Appreciate you guys for listening. Healy, new music coming out August 18th. And if you haven't heard of him or haven't listened to a lot of his music, Go through all of them. Go to SoundCloud. Go to YouTube. Uh, a lot of good shit on there. Dig deep. SoundCloud has some gems. Gems. Gems.com. Go to gems.com. This is all over <laughs> Go side of the whip, you would think it was slow in the south of my mouth, and I cannot control it. Hey man, I can't control it.